Hey, humanoids, on today's episode of The Masked Man Show, we're going to discuss WrestleMania 34. It's right around the corner. That's pretty much it. We're talking about WrestleMania. As always, we're part of the Ringer Podcast Network, where you can listen to my other podcast, The Press Box, on the Channel 33 feed. This week, Brian Curtis and I talked about President Trump versus Amazon, ESPN's new morning show, Get Up, Ronda Rousey was on after we recorded that, and the latest Tiger Woods tell-all biography. And be sure to check out TheRinger.com, where there's a great new article on the making of The Undertaker by Thomas Galeanopoulos. It's a really cool read, guys. You should check that out. We also have some WrestleMania preview stuff by myself and dear Kenny Herzog coming up. Now, let's get on with the show. Hey, Peckerheads, it's me, Peter Rosenberg, the most mage mage caster of them all. Hey, this is Bruce Pritchard. This is Russ Battle Season 1 champion, Mike Lawrence. This is Scott Laston. This is Trey Kirby. This is your girl, WWE superstar, the legit boss, Sasha Banks. Hey, this is WWE superstar, Braun Strowman. My name's Kevin Owens. I'm Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm AJ Styles, the phenomenal one, if you will, and you're listening to me. You know you're listening you're to. You're listening to. And you are listening to. You're listening, you're listening, you're listening to. You're listening to the Masked Man Show. Masked Man Show. Masked Man Show. Masked Man Show. Welcome to the Masked Man Show. It's our WrestleMania Go Home episode. I'm here with Dave Schilling. Yeah, baby. Big Daddy Dave Schilling, as always. And Husky Steve Kazee, Nick Monday. I'm glad you took care of that. Husky Harris. Uh, Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you, man. Thanks, buddy. It's WrestleMania week. Yeah, no. Everybody's excited. I just stopped doing work. I was. It's WrestleMania weekend. I apologize to the wife in advance. <laughs> Booked a vacation a couple weeks afterwards. That's just nice. Like, That's a good look. Yeah, we're just like, look, hey, sweetie, it's WrestleMania baby, weekend. Baby. As everyone, as as our listeners are listening to the show right now, the pre-show will have already started. I believe. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's Wednesday at midnight. The matches begin. I'm and, just and, kidding. That's not I, true. Don't, don't. I think we missed take, the cruiserweight match. It's already <laughs> over. Oh, bummer. And I think we need to take this time, us being wrestling fans, and. Let us thank the people around us in our lives because WrestleMania is just not a four-hour pay-per-view on a Sunday now. It is now a three-day event. It's 72 hours. There's multiple, multiple shows. I mean, I'm going to be gone from Thursday until Monday. Yeah. Even the people not going, you're still watching. You're probably watching Ring of Honor. You're watching NXT. You're watching the Hall of Fame, even though it's always bad. You're going to watch the Hall of Fame. And then Mania is like 15 hours long this year. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a lot. I got a lot of questions about WrestleMania, and I'm going to ask you each one big question from each match. Before we get there, is there any news um, that we need to touch on? Any non-WrestleMania? I guess everything's WrestleMania now. I'm not even going to try to bring up New Japan because that's a whole other conversation. But uh, it looks like Okada and Tanahashi are going to be wrestling again (sighs) for the belt. I thought you said you weren't going to bring them up. I just did. My bad. Let's but move that, on. But that, that, now that's all that I'm thinking about. <laughs> exactly. Um, my big news of the week is that uh, Keith Lee has a, is going to be wrestling at Access in May, and that may mean he has a WWE deal. He's the greatest wrestler in the world. And actually, he came a long way from being the 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 indie MVP of last year's WrestleMania. I think Bix and Spanner, somebody wrote about that at the time. Uh, I remember seeing a few pieces, but he's the best. And did he uh, sign with WWE? Well, he, the there was a rumor that he signed, and he has been announced uh, along with Walter to be performing, to be wrestling Cassius Ono at different different events at Access. Well, he's PW he's PWG champion, so makes you 
usually PWD champions go to WWE. So yeah, it's then, good. Thank God, Chuck Taylor. I, I am sure that uh, this, that, you know, I might have said this before. I'm sure WWE has had these, you know, has heard this from many people, but they got to, they got to do something with those PWG guys, man. I know that, I know that Excalibur and Super Dragon are, are very private people and, and like the gig that they have, but they are producing stars on a level that no one else is. More than NXT at this point. Like, yeah. Well, we'll get to that. It's not just them, obviously. You know, I mean, there's, there's, it's the whole indie thing. But they, but they manage to make everything seem like it matters. Anyway, speaking of things that seem like they matter, this whole show, WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> we should briefly discuss the, the North American title belt. They debut. They remember we talked that. about that a few like a month ago, and we got in trouble. We did, yeah, because they, they, I, I said that they, they, had, they announced the match on like Wikipedia before it was oh, like yeah, official, and of it was all this spoiler stuff. Boohoo, so. kids! The belt I, is on the internet. You can see what it looks like. <laughs> it looks awesome. It's like an old school kind of burgundy. Triple strap. H debuted it, which, yeah. by the way, I think the biggest news that came out of that video. Did you see this Monday? Yes, Triple H debuting the belt. I can pull it up right here. Uh, was not just the the belt, but it was the realization that Triple H was actually the first black WWE champion. <laughs> oh God! He yeah. looks like Tommaso Ciampa's dad with he, that beard. And he the tan. was the color of the table we're sitting at. <laughs> I don't. I guess you get the spray tan sometime in advance so that you it wears to. down by WrestleMania. It's got. You got to work it in. He like, ruined that shirt. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that shirt is. Food. He ruined like he ruined the lungs of everybody in that room breathing that <laughs> stuff out. Like that's that was crazy. I, I'm always wary when Triple H introduces a new championship because I always think he's going to end up winning it. Uh-huh. <laughs> like at the end of the cruiserweight championship, like I thought he was going to turn and then like just proclaim himself oh, champion. That'd be so great because it's happened before. One of his legs is 205 pounds. That would be so a great <laughs> gimmick if, like, he had, you know, his toadies were working the scale. I'd like the two of them to see how much he weighed. And they're like, 204 and a half pounds. Um, yeah, that would be fantastic. Um, also, uh, we had the the uh, Hollywood premiere of the Andre the Giant documentary. That's correct. Last week. It's coming out on April 10th in just a few short days. The Tuesday, Tuesday right after SmackDown, I believe. And, Meltzer uh, liked it. Well, he's in it. So. Oh, yeah. Oh. Did he? Yeah. I he, actually no, didn't he read the Meltzer review. No, Meltzer, well, he just said he liked it and recommended it for everyone. I'm blocked, so I wouldn't know. You're... I'm blocked by him. He's also blocked by uh, the Ringers uh, and, and Andre the Giant official movie uh, Untrue. accounts. Untrue. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, the, so uh, we, a lot of people went to, got to go see it. There was a, it was a gigantic theater full of people, and uh, everybody seemed to really dig it, which yeah. is good. I can't wait to see it, man. It's, it's, you'll, you'll have fun. Um, I my only complaint is that there's not like eight bonus hours of vintage Andre wrestling matches, but you know that's that's the thing about being a nerd for the Blu-ray. Yeah, for exactly. The Blu-ray for the for the two for the two Betamax uh, video cassette set. It will be there'll be a lot of bonus features. All right, I have questions, as I said, about every important match at WrestleMania. Mm. Um, we should talk about NXT first. So let me ask the one big question. Uh, I'm just going to keep NXT down to just one one item here. We got to keep moving. So my question for you is, if you could only watch one match from NXT TakeOver New Orleans, what match would it be? Oh, man. that For me, that's got to be the ladder match. Me too. That's got to be. I mean, but you know, uh, Choppa and uh, Gargano is going to be incredible. Yeah. The main event's going to be incredible, but damn, man, that ladder match—that Adam Cole might die. 
So I think we have to be wary for that. Yeah, I don't. I don't disagree. Um, but no, I think about the death. <laughs> yeah, no, and I think we'll see the ascension of Velveteen Dream. You think he's going to win the belt? Yep, uh, that's uh, my prediction. I, I, I think that this is the this is a good. I think that I'm almost there with Velveteen Dream. There's something about. I mean, I know the North American Championship is just like if you had to come up with what belt they would have, that that would be it. I'm not saying that it's like a gimmicked like they like the belt itself is an angle. I wish it was a TV I, t- title, but yeah, but the, but the the North American champ. I mean, the NXT does more off camera defenses than any right. I mean, yeah. I, anyway, um, but I just for some reason looking at that belt, thinking about the name of it, I felt like it's gonna go. They're gonna go with Cole or EC3 and just a more like. Like Velveteen Dream, uh, you know, does, just is not like a quintessential old school champion, and and for and I just for some reason that felt like a really old school belt. So, no, no, you're right, and you're you're probably right. The thing about Velveteen Dream though is I think he's the most over guy in NXT right now, definitely, and especially with that WrestleMania crowd. Yeah, like you're he, right. You're absolutely right. This is a weird. I mean. It's weird that they kind of have this match as like the throw. It's not a throwaway match, but it's to have the multi-person ladder match. They're going to give it time. The one thing NXT always does right on these big shows is they give they they give the matches the right amount of time, right? Yeah. And so, so I think that like Gargano Ciampa is gonna is going to. I have confidence it will be incredible. Um, the title, the the main title. I mean, the the NXT championship match is the one I'm not sure about because I think they could go a lot of different directions with just who if either of those guys are going to show up on Raw the next night or, you know, that sort of thing. But um, but you're right. The latter match, it, Velveteen Dream is the most over guy, def- definitely the most over guy who's not, you know, Gargano or Aleister Black. I mean, they, that's the that's the top of the, the top of the top. Yeah, so I think I'm right, but I think you're going to be right as far as, like, who actually wins. It's probably going to be Cole or EC3, but it should be Velveteen Dream. It's better for EC3's gimmick to win the belt right away and to mm-hmm. have something to crow about because he's just a naturally cocky character. Isn't that Adam Cole, though, too? That's what I'm yeah, getting concerned about with NXT. Yeah, those two a little bit. But Adam Cole is so over already and such a, a name and such a presence from his years on the indies that he doesn't really need it. EC3, on the other hand, spent years toiling in relative obscurity on national television. Isn't, it, <laughs> isn't, isn't that crazy? It is. All right, so, so the, the latter match is what we're most excited about. I mean, I'm, you know. Gargano and Ciampa is going to be incredible. It's like it, you can't p- pick one thing that's the most exciting match on this card because every NXT card, you know the matches are going to deliver on some level. Some are going to be fantastic. Some are going to be very good, but nothing's going to be like a uh, popcorn match. And, you, and, and usually what always happens with NXT, it's the tag team match that's like, yeah, oh, shit. I was going to say the same thing. And then, and then the one match we haven't talked about, now that you mentioned the tag team match, is Ember Moon versus Shayna Baszler, which... You know, I would not sleep on that. No, I, that's that's not. I, I don't. I just think that like if if your women's championship NXT women's championship matches your under is like the underdog on the card, wait, it's going to overachieve. Like yeah. it's in a or it's in a great position to overachieve. I'm totally not sold on Ember Moon. She's a great performer. It's just like the hot topic cosplay gimmick. Mm. Just really <laughs> look, yeah. and we end up talking about every match on the show. Jim, we're going long. <laughs> no, uh, you're not. That's me. No, nope, doing Jim. No, we got to get out of here, guys. Sorry, that's the end of the show. Thanks for coming by. Uh, <laughs> WrestleMania should be fun. <laughs> Listen, all right. Let's move to the let's move to the main show. The main pre-show. The main. <laughs> no, I'm not even going to ask about the pre-show. I'm. Only, I just want to talk about the big matches. All right. Well, real quick, Bailey's going to win because I think that sets up her super heel. She's going to turn on Sasha. I think that there's some storyline in the sure. sensational Sherry. Uh, 
women's battle royal. Mm-hmm. I like that you've named it yourself. Yeah, I'm I'm being bold today. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't care about the men's one. And the cruiserweight title, I think Cedric Alexander obviously yes. is going to win that. And I think yeah, and I think the yeah, I mean the men's the the only thing is this Andre the Giant documentary, right? So like the best time to run the commercial for it would be sure. before and after the that. So I. The problem is the entrances take so long, but otherwise that that would kind of be your perfect little popcorn match to move up the cars. I'm, I'm shocked you're not refereeing the battle royal because you're the star <laughs> of the documentary. I mean, that's what Bill told me. I saw it, and you were you shocked the world. <laughs> you shocked the absolute <laughs> pants off of me. I wonder if you're good. Um, we'll see it one day. Someday. Um, all right, so here are my questions, guys. I'm not going to ask you who's going to win or lose because as we've determined many times, I mean, you can tell me who you think is going to win. Sure. But as we've seen... Winning and losing doesn't really matter in pro wrestling. No, sir. So I have, instead of asking you that, I'm just going to ask you a more hypothetical question. Um, let's start with the Raw Tag Team Championship belt. I'll make this will be, this is a gimme. I mean, as far as format goes, who's going to be Braun Strowman's partner against the bar at WrestleMania? And we saw on Monday night he debuted his brother Brain Strowman, what a which thing. is which is just perfect. You're right. Yeah, no, I know <laughs> everything Braun Strowman does is perfect. I love that they've leaned into him being kind of like half comedy character, half half. Serious. He should be like yeah. he should be this. He's the smartest guy on the roster. The best thing Braun Strowman ever did was when he walked to a match to fight Kevin Owens, and then he saw Chris Jericho doing commentary and just beat the shit out of Jericho because he knew Jericho was going to like ruin the match. Yeah. Um, I think the surprise entrant is going to be his the tag team partner is going to be Rey Mysterio Jr. He's hurt, buddy. It's a tag match, and Braun Strowman does all the work. He just has to Ricky Morton it. You saw him at New Japan. He I know. Looked really like he had an arm issue, like an actual arm he, he injury. Did WrestleMania payday. Okay. He was at the Andre mm. the Giant premiere, and I did get to meet him. Short fella, by the way, very yeah. small man, but. Uh, that does lead me to believe that maybe he will because he was talking to Triple H a lot that night and he was, he seemed like he was back in the fold. But I don't know. That would be a funny image yes. of those two standing next That's to each like, other. It's just the image. The image is what convinced me on it. It's like the the male version of the mixed match challenge tag team with him and Alexa Bliss. Oh, God. I hope Braun falls in love with Rey Mysterio too. Just, and they like <laughs> do cutie eyes. You can't see his eyes through that mask, brother. Well, they they have the pupil thing. Oh, sure, Who do you sure. think? Uh, well, I'm going to stick with my fantasy booking and just say it's James Ellsworth because that just feels so right to me. I want it to happen, so I'm going to will into existence by saying it as much as possible. The secret. Yep, the secret. What do you think, Dave? I like Mysterio, by the way. I think it's. A really I think good I think actor. both of those are really really good. I think that the way that they teased it out, you know, my my my. F- pick for a while was Elias because they feuded last and I like the idea of it's like I dropped a piano on you and you're still kicking so you've earned my respect but I don't feel like that's a storyline that you like that's that's not a Wrestlemania surprise. Elias is doing his own bit I think. Yeah, he's yeah. got some rock thing. Yeah. And uh, it is weird I'll just say as an aside that we have this this match and The Undertaker very different things but just two giant question marks going into WrestleMania. It's very bizarre. It's sort of it's not repeating the exact same gimmick, but it seems like the sort of thing they would not do if the, given. The best the move is Undertaker is Braun Strowman's partner, and John Cena's like, God damn it, that's the meme. And man. then he just gets up and leaves. Yeah, so good. Uh, the other person who I think, and I don't think this would be a great idea, is Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Hulk 
Well, he was also at the Andre premiere. Yep. He's also shaking hands with Triple H. So that those are You think that dude can wrestle? Maybe better than Ray Mysterio right now. Oh my god. Um Yeah, it's it's just it's too much of a toss up. Yeah, I I like that there's a question mark. It adds intrigue to a show where we sort of know where there's everything is. There's two ways they can go. They can go with the with the with an Ellsworth thing. I mean, Mysterio's in his own category. I don't think there's a lot of I mean, I guess there's three ways. You can go just sort of punchline gimmick, right? Bring Ellsworth back, whatever. Um the same thing would be if you like got Whatever, a, a, a little person dressed up as Braun Strowman, or you know, whatever. Hornswoggle returns to the yeah, Indiana. exactly. Um, you could do the legend thing. There's any number. I mean, it's not like there's that many people who are like out of contract. But your good friend Chris Jericho, you could imagine him just just to pop the crowd coming back for that match or whatever. Uh, Rey Mysterio, same thing. Or you could actually use it as like a almost like a Monday Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania just debut, right? This could be the next move for Gargano after his Saturday Night match or something like that, and it would it wouldn't really make a lot of storyline sense that he's friends with Braun or anything. But like, what a great moment to debut him, get the crowd excited, and then you know get him into the main roster. Yeah, this is the Hardy Boy spot in in the sense that it's a good way to debut to have that surprise, that pop, that thing that kind of wakes up a crowd that might be a little sleepy. And last year during that right before that tag title ladder match, the crowd was sort of losing their enthusiasm. And then everything went back to 11 after that. So th- they have a chance to do that here. Uh, I just hope that uh, it isn't a letdown because it could yeah, it could be easily Mojo. be Mojo, Mojo. Raleigh. <laughs> Who's yes. won the most tag team titles in WWE history? Billy Gunn, the Dudley Boys. See, Billy, that'd be great if Braun Strowman did like the smart thing and got like a really accomplished <laughs> tag team wrestler. It's oh, just like I'm, man. I'm an ass Can man. Can you imagine if the ass man theme hit and, and he came he, out? I'm an ass man. And you just hear Dave going, the only person going, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Mark, Dude, out. I Mark. love Billy Gunn. Oh, yeah. He rules. Um, Road Dog would be a fun one, too. He's not in good shape. Doesn't matter. It would be fun, though. You're right. He's, he, he has to do less than, uh, than Mysterio. Okay. I appreciate that. I don't know exactly. Of all of these, I have, I have big questions. Um, a couple of them are hard, but let's, let's go with this one. For Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss. The big question in this match is, will the match take place on the pre-show or the main card? The main card. They they announced the... Yeah, they already announced the pre-show matches. So this is a, this really? a faulty question. Yeah, what, are the, what are the pre-show matches? The, the, the two battle, battle royals? royals. Yeah. And the Cruiserweight title Oh, I'm match. just saying this for the first time. They might add one. Um, I can't imagine. There's no not. way they're putting all ten of these matches onto the main card. It's going to be twelve hours. Well, there'll long. be eleven matches when you add Cena and the Undertaker or whatever that segment. I think is they include be. that. Yeah, but uh, I think the question for this one is actually: Is Alexa Bliss going to be the only champion that retains? And the answer is, I think yes. I think. Oh she's wow, gonna, that's a great question. I've seen the 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 fantasy booking suggestion that Carmella cashes in on her after the match. That's also a good idea, but yeah. I, both. Both stand true, like where Alexa wins. I, I just don't think they're going with Nia Jax, which sucks. Yeah, this is another well, everything one Everything they put her through over the past month. I mean, exactly. listen, I think logically. Uh, Booker T. Yeah, Booker <laughs> T at 19. Yeah. Same thing. I guess that's true. And this, it should this be, would be exactly like that if it happened. David Dennis wrote a piece for Uprocks about that this week. That was I uh, saw that. Yeah. Uh, 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 I like it's him. It's a black, black, <laughs> black mark on <laughs> What the fuck? I'm glad you were the one yeah, to say that. Oh, my God. Um, Whoops. All right. 
So we know it's not. We know it's going to be on the main card. Will Alexa Bliss be the only one that retains? I like that. I like that question. I think. I think you're looking at it the right way because, for I mean, the way they've booked it, you would think everything leads you believe Nia Jax is going to win. Yeah. That said, this was like the third option for this championship match, so I can't imagine they were super eager to like to you know have something that'll like change the status quo come out of it. I think the uh, Usos will keep the tag titles. Oh no! I think that's Bludgeon Brothers. Oh god, that's a mistake. This was this is my match. This this is the other, the next match we're going to talk about. Let's go right in. <clears throat> I actually had this as a title match. Uh, I mean, I, that, that that was my question for this match. Uh, will the Usos retain be the only champions that retain? Uh, oh, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of possibilities for this match. The Bludgeon Brothers winning would be a really weird way. It would be a really weird capstone for the New Day Usos rivalry, but in some ways, I guess it makes perfect sense, right? It's it's basically like this feud is going out and it's back. You know, I mean, we're just going to move on to somebody else. Well, the Usos might be the most, and this is New Day's. I mean, great and perfect, and keep doing it. And it's it's crazy that it still hasn't gotten old. I mean, they just keep elevating the whole mm-hmm. the whole bit. But the Usos are going to be super over as faces chasing a championship against some monsters. So I think I think. It's going to be really interesting to see Usos chase after them. And like, let's build. I mean, you're building monsters. Let's build some unstoppable monsters until. But this also if might the just Bludgeon up- Brothers win and Braun Strowman wins. That means Bray Wyatt owns all of the tag team belts. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sister Abigail's influence lives on. Yeah, even after deletion. I mean, this is what I'm so excited about. I know this is so corny and so wrestling nerdy of me, but this is what I'm so excited about about the. Uh, the pay-per-view schedule become like, you know, having matches from both shows on the pay-per-views is that you actually could pull the trigger on a Wyatt family reunion one random night in like June or whoa, something like that. Whoa, 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 brother. Uh, Survivor Series is the only night where Raw and SmackDown can face fight each head other to head. I understand that. It's not true, but I understand <laughs> that. But like you could just like, they're all there. You don't have, it's not like, sure. you know, that makes some sense. It can just be for storytelling purposes for one night. All those guys like, Bray Wyatt pushes the secret button and they help him win a title. And Daniel Bryan comes back. He yeah. was a former Kane. Uh, what, Kane? There you go. Um, anyway. Randy Orton. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, I think he could keep the belt too. I can see him. Here we that. go. Oh. This is uh, yeah. There's a lot to talk about. That's uh, that's the, na- the next match I'm going to get to. In the U.S. title match. We have Randy Orton versus Bobby Roode, champion Randy Orton versus Bobby Roode versus Jinder Mahal versus Rusev, um, who is the late ins- insertion into the match. My question is not about who wins or loses, as it is in almost none of these matches and none of these questions. My question is, which of these four guys will be the first to challenge for the SmackDown title? Interesting. Well, first of all, I want to say that I think the late insertion should be the name of a finisher. Potentially Joey that, Ryan's that, finisher. That was, say, that was Val Venus's finisher. <laughs> there you though. go. Yeah. Uh, also, there's some rumors that came out today that Rusev, the reason he was put into the match is he asked for his release. Yeah, that, but that was, a, I mean, I, Mike Johnson knows what he's talking about, but that was all, that was a blog post taken from a Mike Johnson podcast in which he said he couldn't get a second source on that. That was, that was the entire yeah. source of that news was Mike Johnson saying, I don't have a source for this. So well, yeah, clearly I'm the bad guy. No, 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 no. I think it's important. <laughs> I think I was going to bring guy. it up. I think it's important to point out one source is not nothing in pro wrestling. If someone tells you, someone asks for a release, when if someone you trust, then you know that's 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 a that's something to start with. What is the harm of Rusev leaving WWE though? Besides not selling more T-shirts, and if they don't care about the he, T-shirts, here's then... a here's a reason why I don't get this. I I believe that Rusev was, I, I I could buy that Rusev is unhappy, but Rusev asking for his release seems really implausible to me. Me too. 
he is the biggest team player in that entire locker room. Like he, he maybe not the biggest, but like he loves his job, yeah. you know, and he understands that he's not going to be at the top of the card all the time. Now he, he certainly, he could have gotten frustrated and wanted to, you know, look for greener pastures elsewhere. He could be the biggest star in new Japan in, in a month and a half, you know I mean? He, he could be huge somewhere else and maybe that's the right career move for him. But like, I, that just seems that would surprise me. That said, if you're going to like, if threatening to, I mean, if asking for your release is going to get you thrown into a higher profile match at WrestleMania, then that, that's that's clearly the right thing to do. More people should ask for their release then. What if everybody asked for their release? <laughs> then I think they'd have a wrestling union. Uh, to me, Rusev is in the match uh, because they finally realized that he's super valuable. He's more over than everybody in this match put together. Not having him on the card or having him in the pre-show just means people are going to be chanting Rusev Day through the entire show in the way that, you know, if Daniel Bryan yep. wasn't in the title match at WrestleMania 30, they would have been cheering for Daniel Bryan the whole night. So I think it was just clear that they have to turn him babyface. They have to put him in a high-profile match on the main card, on the show, and give him a chance to continue to, to be over because he is very, very over right now. I think for all those reasons, Rusev is not going to be in the SmackDown championship. Like, he's not going to be fighting for the SmackDown championship after WrestleMania. He'll win the U.S. title. Uh-huh. I think. And that they finally do the face run with him on the with the U.S. title because whoever wins a SmackDown championship at WrestleMania, the WWE championship, is going to be a babyface. And that's why I think the guy, one of the most logical guys to fight him is a heel Bobby Roode, which he should have been for the past year. Absolutely. But I think they're telling a a relatively decent story of him turning to the dark side, um, getting rid of that initial NXT pop and and the, the, the affection for the song. Once you've heard the song five times, who cares now? Yeah. So he can be a heel at this point. Yeah. And then I think Randy Orton's going to be just not around. Well, yeah, he's supposed to be taking a break after WrestleMania, so that's and, a good point. He probably has to job. Yeah, and gender is, um, gender's, you know. Yeah, gender's already had his run at the top, and I don't see him I think back. that a lot, okay, so I agree with all, I mean, with everything you guys have said. I think that this match in particular will fall victim to whatever weird algorithm of babyface versus heel wins that they're looking sure. at day of, the, day of show. Um, and that goes back to the Alexa Bliss and the Nia Jax and the and the Bludgeon Brothers because yeah. two heels. There are the, some matches that are clearly set in stone. <laughs> this is who's winning. And yeah. there's some where it's not. And yeah, and there and there's a lot of moving parts. They're going to be moving right up until bell time. You know. Um, yeah, I think that I think that heel Bobby Roode going for the championship is perfect, and and that fits. You know, I think I remember there were rumors right after, even before he got, or no, right after he got called up, that Vince took one look at him and was just like, "Make that guy my champion." You know, I mean, he like he loves Bobby Roode. Who knows how much of that has changed? But um, you know, I fit that 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 fits the you know the quick push timeline. He's also not a young guy. He so. looks like my son-in-law. Push him to the moon. Side note: I do feel like Rusev is gonna get the 1A biggest pop of the night outside yeah. of Daniel Bryan. Especially if he comes out with the tank, which he teased in a WWE.com exclusive video. He said, maybe I'll bring the my same tank? tank. I bet they probably Vince bought has a tank. tank guy. Yeah. <laughs> they have that in the, they have that in the warehouse. <laughs> probably, like, yeah. A tank in the warehouse. And it's like, I'll pull the tank out. Let's bring the tank to WrestleMania. Um, God damn. That'd be so cool, right? <laughs> yeah, that'd be the best. Who's going to have, this is, a, this is a sidebar question. Who's going to have the best entrance at WrestleMania? Oof. That is a toughie. Here, I'll give you some options. Triple H and Stephanie. 
The Undertaker, if he decides to appear. On his motorcycle. Um, Nakamura. That's my pick. And I think that's it. Those are the, those are the only ones for like big time entrances, right? Uh, Finn Balor. Oh, yeah, Finn. What if he comes out as the demon? He has I to. have not teased it. Are we at this They match? don't need to. I mean, we're, asking, we're answering the question, so we can talk a little bit about the match, sure. I think. Yeah. Uh, it seems like a missed opportunity to not have him do the demon entrance at WrestleMania. Yeah, no, he... Especially inside, where you can do a little bit more um, pyrotechnic stuff mm-hmm. and, and strobe lighting effects and things that could maybe not work outside. Yeah, they could totally do Snoke from The Force Awakens, where he's <laughs> just really big at first. Exactly. Uh, no, I think this this match right here, I mean, we just kind of jumped to it. This could be underrated the best match of the night. So, th- okay, but I think that that's... I didn't. I couldn't tell. Again, it's an er- it's a it's an error to apply too much wrestling logic to WWE ever, but especially at WrestleMania time, anything could happen. Oh yeah, we're I wrong decide, in every single one of these. I couldn't yeah. decide watching one that match on on Raw whether Rollins and and uh, Balor were having a great match because they knew they weren't going to get one in a week, they weren't going to get any time to shine, or if they were really just teasing how great this match was going to be. But I don't know that either of those things are necessarily true. This could be the best match. This could also be, you know, a mean a sort of meaningless twelve minutes or something. It could go either way. You're my right. My question, my big question for this match, similar but different from the U.S. title one between the Miz, Rollins, and Finn Balor, who needs the Intercontinental Championship the most? Monday, I'll let you go first. Finn Balor. I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, there's nobody who is like on the precipice of really being truly over, uh, in the way that he is in that match. The Miz is the Miz, and the Miz will always be over as a heel. Um, Seth Rollins is a former world champion multiple times. Uh, he is a member of the Shield. He's just a made guy. He beat Triple H at WrestleMania. He'll be on SmackDown. Yeah, he'll be fine. Weeks. Finn Balor really needs that like push to the next level. And I've been saying this for months, and I've been clamoring for him to be in this position right here, to be going for the Intercontinental title, which has never meant more uh, since you know the, the, the heyday of Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart having that belt. Mm-hmm. Um, so give it to him and let him run with it for a while. Give him a chance to, to do something. It just doesn't make sense for anybody else to win that match. Absolutely. I mean, I think The Miz is probably going to be feuding with Roman Reigns for the championship soon and hopefully winning. Yeah, that was, um, my, that was my fantasy booking, um, especially with him having his TV show coming out. Yeah, no, exactly. I think Seth Rollins, I think he's going to be feuding for the WWE championship. Uh, over on he's going to be on SmackDown. Yeah, I, I think you need to move him to SmackDown. Yeah. Um, Unless they want to wait for Ambrose to come back and do that. Yeah, which I don't think is happening now. I think, but like Ambrose could show up and you know start a feud with them. I think, I think Finn needs his championship. I think he's going to win it. I think this is one of the more predictable. But I also feel like they should get the time because they're building up Seth Rollins lately as like a wrestling machine. Mm-hmm. Finn Balor has it in him to do it, and the Miz just needs to just set it all up. And yeah. I think this could be the one of the best matches of the night. I think it is interesting that Dean Ambrose is no longer going to be at access. And one could infer that either. Yeah. We talked about this last week. Either a, his injury is worse than we thought and he's trying to rehab it or they pulled him because he's doing an angle at the show or both or both. Yeah. They did that with Ciampa. Right. Yeah. 
Um, Who still maybe? Or the re- I said this last week, but the really disappointing third option would be just like he changed his look enough that they don't want to give that away, and he, but he's still not coming back for six months. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, I I agree with you both. Finn Balor is needs the belt. Will elevate the belt. Uh, and ever and and it's that's the right decision. That said, this still could also fall victim to the just pacing of the show to faces and heels to whatever else. Because even if everybody backstage is like, yeah, Finn's winning the belt, if it doesn't feel right in the moment, if Vince has a moment of hesitation, it's super easy to say Miz retains and Finn gets the belt the next night. You know, yep. I mean, you can you could just it. This is this is why we say wrestling and wrestling that wins and losses don't matter. They do matter, but they don't. It's just it's yeah. a folly so it to predict them. Let's go back a couple years to WrestleMania 32 when um, Zack Ryder won the Intercontinental Title, lost it the next day. It was just the moment for the show. It was mm-hmm. just something to do at the show for a big happy ending. But at the end, they wanted the belt on the Miz long term. So. As soon as Vince sees that demon entrance, he's going to be like. Belt championship. Give him the belt. Give, give him, yeah, I mean, and that's why he's coming out. He's, so they haven't teased the demon at all, though. Thank God, because every time they tease it, they do this demon king crap, and yeah, it just, it's just lame. Yeah, it's super lame. It's better if it's. A surprise. I agree. I agree. I, I just uh, it wouldn't surprise me either way. I think they save maybe you save the demon for a one on one feud, and and more than anything, you get that beautiful face of Finn Balor. Right there in the camera, you know, let, let everybody get a good look at it. His crotch yeah. angle that he does. With the, it's going to be fantastic. wild. Every, like 80,000 right. people. Speaking of that, time, right? my next big question. Charlotte versus Asuka. Mm. Where will it go on the card and how long will it get? It should be the opening match and it should get 20 minutes at least. See, I think they're going to go with a more traditional opening match. Something like the SmackDown tag titles or the Intercontinental title match. Um, you know, something that they know is going to be really hot and it's going to, you know, be great because these guys have worked together before. Charlotte and Oscar have never worked together before. So it's a question, even though we both know, all three of us know, that she is, or both of them are some of the best wrestlers in the world, male or female. It's still a question of them feeling it out and figuring out what they're going to do and that kind of stuff. So I would see it more as a middle of the card sort of, sort of thing, building to it. And then having some filler after. And the question is, if you don't have, I mean, just from a purely crass PR standpoint, they got to have a woman's match in the top three or top four at worst, yeah. right? Yeah. I well, mean, it, one of the last three or four matches on the show. Yeah, well, it and really, this is the biggest match. Well, they, they're going to treat the Ronda Rousey match um, like the bigger one. Of course. Which, which they shouldn't. Really, it... The match should be the opener because I think it would be a hot open. Yeah, that's true. I or mean, it, it should be the second to last match and really build it as like a main event. It's like Hogan Warrior, in my opinion, in terms of the significance of these two who've never wrestled each other, who have been built up to be unstoppable, yeah. facing each other for the first time. Of all of the balls that they dropped, and I don't want to harp on it, this is the one. They should have, I mean, if, if Rousey threw it was a huge monkey wrench and continues to be in different ways, but if they, if they had booked this match from the Royal Rumble forward, it could have been the main event. You yeah. know, it could have been, it could have been as significant as it should be. And instead, you know, we'll get any, we'll, you know, we'll see, we'll see what we get. I think that there's a huge question mark where it'll go and also the time. How long do you think it'll get? You said 20 minutes, how much it should get. I, I think you, it will get had, 20 minutes. What do you think? 15. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be... Uh, my my my, my uh, snarky guess is that it'll get less than 15. But no, we'll see. I think, it'll feel like a big... They'll do their best to make it feel like a big match, but we'll see if they actually give them the time. I think they're going to kill each other. Like, I, <laughs> No, I think like yeah. they're going to try to 
pull out some crazy shit. It's gonna be it's gonna be stiff and it's gonna be intense in the short amount of time that they get. Another sidebar question: We meant you mentioned Carmelo before in the Raw main event. The, do, do we think? I mean, how, how on a scale of one to ten, how confident are you that she will cash in on Sunday? Uh, ten. But not on the Charlotte match because Oscar's winning clean. Yeah, and that would just piss all over that match, and that would ruin Oscar's streak. And Oscar's going to go undefeated till so next year. So you're both at ten that she's going to interfere in the. I mean, she's going to cash in during the Raw match. Yeah. So he convinced me. Here's here's why it makes sense to me. Uh, it's that you've got Oscar already going to SmackDown, right? You need to have somebody go in the other trade. Go in the when, other direction. They're doing another draft or another superstar shakeup. Presumably, or it's not official, but I can't see them it, not doing that. They should really just go. If they're going to keep doing this dumb stuff, it's not dumb. I actually like there being two different shows, but the shake-up or whatever, they should just make free agency be a bigger part of it. Just take, like, just 12 people at random and just say they make their own decisions. Because it doesn't matter for balancing the shows. We all know it's going to end up as balanced as Vince wants it balanced, you know? I mean, You know, because you got to think Charlotte's probably going to be coming back to Raw. But I think Bailey, heel Bailey is going to be a bigger story. I you think, think Charlotte goes to Raw at some point. I think I think they bring the four horsewomen. Interesting. To, yeah. Or Sasha could go to SmackDown. I could see that happening. Mm. But I think Keel Bailey is going to be a big thing. And then. And you can work towards Ronda Charlotte at SummerSlam or something like that. Yeah. If that's the way you want to go. Or Mania next year. Uh, All right. Or maybe never. But that... <laughs> wow, you're really out on Ronda Rousey, bro. All right. Before we move on, let's take a quick break. We have exciting news for all you ringer heads out there. The ringer has new merchandise with a shiny new storefront that you can check out right now. We have hats, hoodies, and even an exclusive Shea Serrano disrespectful dunk t-shirt. Previously available only to ringer.com staffers. We're letting you, our loyal listeners, get first dibs on these goods. Go to the ringer.com slash shop to pre-order your merch now. These are limited run items and will not last long. Once they're gone, they're gone. Again, check out the ringer.com slash shop to pre-order your official Ringer merch today. And you can also find the link to the Ringer web store in the podcast description. Check it out right now. My next big question. Ronda Rousey and uh, Kurt Angle are teaming up to take on Triple H and Stephanie. So I've heard. I enjoyed Monday's segment, although... You know, if you want to, if when the problem with the situation they've got to with Rhonda is that it, we're nitpicking every second that she's on the screen. Mm-hmm. So like she puts Stephanie or she puts Triple H through a table, and I'm getting text messages from people who were like, "God, she almost hurt Triple H." Oh, no. Or no, no, sorry, uh, Stephanie put her through a table, and it was like, "Oh, Stephanie, it, everything looks bad yeah. because we're just like staring at it too much." You know? No, I agree. I, I've been trying to take this match as like very uh, hands off. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just trying to watch it from afar because like a car crash. Well, <laughs> that's that's taking it too far. I'm I trying know, to be I'm pleasantly kidding. surprised by this match yes. because I have no real interest. So in here's it. my here's the big question, and I know this is a downer. I'm not going to be. I'm, I'm, we're gonna my 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 hopes are high, but here's my question: Is there any chance that Rousey gets booed on Sunday? She got a huge pop in Atlanta. Uh, I don't think she's getting booed. She could get booed afterwards, like during. If it's a bad match, yeah. If not, she, a if lot of botches. Headlock, <laughs> if there's if there's some botches, if it seems like she's lost in the ring, I could see it turning. But it's WrestleMania. Um, she hasn't done anything to make the smart fan hate her yet. We don't. Nobody knows. It's it's a cool thing to have a big mainstream celebrity at WrestleMania, and it's very rare that they. Do you think get we're all going to be forgiving? We're all excited. That excited to see Ronda Rousey. This match has a potential to be really fun and silly and stuff, but it also has a potential, and which no one is talking about, 
Kurt Angle hasn't blinked in like three years. <laughs> oh, yes. man, yeah. Um, he can still Triple H isn't like, he's great, and I love him. Not as a person, maybe. But, like, I love him, but, like, he's slower and, like, methodical, and he's good at putting over people who can, like, work around him, like Seth Rollins or Roman Reigns. Mm -hmm. But him against Kurt Angle just seems like, oh, this could be real, real bad. Stephanie McMahon might be the best worker in this match, is what you're getting. <laughs> yeah, more uh, or less. Everything that, that I anticipate from this match, we've already seen last year with Miz and Maurice versus Cena and Nikki Bella where it's going to be a few signature spots. It's going to mm -hmm. be a lot of crowd work and a lot of posturing. Yeah. And then a happy finish. See, except, though, that Triple H is in the match. I don't think Triple H expects to carry this to five stars. I think he knows well, just the like limitations la of the like match. Like last year, before the before the Cena, Bella, Nikki, I mean, uh, yeah, the Cena, Nikki, Ms. Maurice thing, I was saying they should just give, they should, you know, let the ladies clear out for for a solid eight minutes, ten minutes in the middle, and just let Cena and Miz have another WrestleMania moment. They didn't do that, um, but I can't say it was a bad decision. You know? Yeah, I, I mean, it was. It, 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 that's that's not what the match was. See, that match though was fun because like the Miz and Cena have fun. Yeah, you know, um, that's true. Triple, Triple H can have fun. Yeah, when he's with like Shawn Michaels doing cutups. But you, like, you didn't see that clip of when him he's dancing with the New Day down. No, in, that like, was no. He can have fun, but like. Not when it's wrestling god Triple H at WrestleMania. I don't know. I think that Triple H at Survivor Series, as much as I didn't love the booking of that match, he played a shit heel really well, and there were some comedy spots with him and Strowman that I thought were effective. Mm -hmm. He can do it. I don't even know if Angle and Rousey are going to win. I think they have to. You don't have her lose her first match. That would be like, Triple okay. H pinning Angle. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but no. Now, R Ronda Rousey is getting her WrestleMania moment. They have too much money and too much time invested in her. I think it feels like the surest thing. But uh, but again, none of it matters. You mean mm -hmm. like if, what if Triple H? What if Triple H is like pinning, uh, you know, pinning Kurt, at, and at the same time Steph is like tapping out to an armbar, but the ref, you know, gives the match to Triple H and Steph. Like, there's a million ways you can book this for sure. her to look strong. And I hope it's a fun eight minute match. Me too. I'm worried it's going to be a slog. Well, 20 is minutes. the better question: Will the entrances be longer than the match? I say, <clears throat> I say yes. Excuse well, me. Triple H usually has like two entrances, so yeah, 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 probably. And then, I mean, even if Rousey and and Angle come in together, even how, if both teams come in together, how do they top? the WrestleMania 32 entrance where Stephanie McMahon was giving, you know, like a, a Mel DeMarco speech and <laughs> oh, Road so Warrior gear. <laughs> so fantastic. So I, I just hope they're not on the tricycle motorcycle thing where that was Stephanie it. was wearing a Sepultura t-shirt. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> that would be, yeah. What if, yeah, they should just come in on like a pack of white horses or something because a pack of a herd of horses. I don't know what the term is, but yeah, a bunch of horses. I just hope Kurt Angle finds his way to the ring. He'll be fine. It's a straight line. Just, we shouldn't make fun of Kurt Angle. I'm not making fun of him. I'm concerned as a human being. I am being. concerned for him, too. A lot of moments of concern <laughs> in, the, in the WrestleMania. Daniel Bryan. Let's do it. Okay, let's yeah. do it. I think this, there, there's a couple of questions here. My storyline question for you is, uh, who, which, if any, of Shane and Daniel Bryan will be turning heel in this match? Mm-hmm. Um, this one is actually interesting to talk about who wins or loses, bec only because... The stipulation. Be yeah, I mean, listen, this is one of those only in wrestling things. This is a deeply uninteresting stipulation on its face because Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are not getting fired by WWE. You know, that's, that's, just, that's not an actual thing that's going to happen. 
That's, Except if any two guys were to get fired by stipulation, it's probably these. Yeah, sir. if any two guys were given a microphone and told to stand on the announce table and cut a promo, like, and then accidentally got themselves fired in the process, these would be the guys. For sure. Um, so great job, not you know, keep cashing them checks, guys. And, but then you know, they could. This could just be their one way ticket to Raw, right? It's easier than than it's you know, give them a storyline instead of having to be part of the shakeup or whatever. So the question is one. Who turns heel? Two, will fans be satisfied with Daniel Bryan's usage in this match? Are we going to get yes chance after this match on Sunday? Those are my two questions for you, Nick. Go. All right. I actually don't think anyone's going to turn heel in this match because I hope to God it doesn't happen. Uh Because it would be just dumb. Right. But if there is someone, it's going to be Shane. Because I don't think they're too stupid to turn Daniel Bryan heel. Right. And the reason is because next pay-per-view, it's going to be a triple threat match between Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Daniel Bryan. I mean, that just, you can continue the feud without Shane. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think anyone's going to turn heel. And I think the way that they bring, you didn't ask this, but I think the way they bring back Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, is Daniel Bryan and Shane are fired as the authority figures the first two Tuesday after raw and they bring in heel authority figures. I don't know who they are who rehire Owens and you know, who'd be the biggest heel ever if they came out to be the SmackDown commissioner. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, that's right. brother. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? No, he'd be, he, he'll get a baby face pop no matter what. Um, yeah. And I think like, look, Shane's going to get the ass kicked out. He's going to get the shit kicked out of him for 10 minutes, but mm-hmm. yeah, no, Daniel Bryan's going to get in all of his stuff and it's going to be, I, that first night proved to me, Oh, Oh, they're Daniel Bryan's back. Yeah. Now, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn might be a little gingerly with him, but as long as he does everything but the headbutt, I'm fine. Yeah. So I think, and the dive. No dives. Yeah. I watched uh, WrestleMania 29, and Seth Rollins was in that six man uh, against uh, Orton, Big Show, and Sheamus. And he does this suicide dive, and his head just like, hits the barricade. Like, you can't do that anymore. I guess that's why they don't do that anymore. It's terrible. That's an underratedly bad WrestleMania. Yes, it is. Absolutely. I watched it the other day, too. Um, So, do you think that Owens and Zayn are going to lose and they're going to have to, like, just to keep the story going, they're going to go to Raw or be storyline rehired by something? I'm trying to think of, like, I'm trying to answer this, and all of my answers are what I think they should do. There's a very, really high possibility that Daniel Bryan turns heel and hires them back and all this. Or, I mean, I guess I guess heel and face are not the right way to look at it. If Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan could turn on Shane and Shane could still end up the heel, right? I mean, Daniel Bryan, Owens and Zayn together would be a functional babyface group, even if they were booked as heels. But Shane McMahon is the one McMahon that people love. I don't without, know. Without any sort of qualms. I think this match ends with Daniel Bryan getting the pin and yesing and then everyone's happy. Yeah, or a tap out to the yeah. yes lock or something. Seems like he needs to win this match and they need to have a happy ending here, which takes us back to the big question that you asked earlier of heel wins versus babyface wins. Seems like we got a lot of good guys going over in this show so far. It seems like there's a good opportunity for someone dastardly to win with chicanery. Could this be the spot? I don't well, know. I'm sure he will win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal just yeah. to balance things out. Maybe. I'm sure a, uh, yeah, no, I'm just joking. But th- but there's, you're right. 
That's why it feels more strongly about Alexa Bliss and, but there's also two major matches that are two babyface, babyface on babyface. Yeah. So, well, you got to balance it out somehow. Yeah. But no, I I think this match this match is gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, me too. I'm really excited about it. I mean, this is only, this is the only one where I feel like you can actually predict that they're going to give it a big feature spot. Not just, I mean, there's a lot of elements. Shane's there. You know, uh, there's four people there. I mean, four four different stars. So you got to give them each some time. But more than anything, I mean, Daniel Bryan was you know he's blessed to be returning, but on some level, I really believe that he wouldn't be returning or he wouldn't have returned when he did unless WWE knew they needed him to take up a big spot at WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah, the card didn't feel complete to me until he said he was wrestling. Then it was like, okay. Now the, num- I'm the amount of the amount of casual fan excitement that has happened over the since he announced his return is pretty amazing. Yeah. Oh, more than Rousey, more than yeah, more than Undertaker. Like it's this is Daniel Bryan's WrestleMania. Like yeah. what people got excited about. It's that's the the moment people will really remember. Maybe it won't be in the video packages as much as Roman raising the belt or Ronda Rousey tapping out Stephanie McMahon, but this is the one that the smart fan's going to care about the most. So, as excited as we are about this match, I'm going to take us to another match that we've been excited about for so long, I feel like we're kind of not excited anymore. AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the Smack for the WWE Championship, SmackDown's top title. My big question is, will this live up to a type? Will it be the match of the night? I'm not going to say it's going to be match of the night, I'm going to say that it will definitely live up to its hype and it will be very good because it's AJ Styles and AJ Styles does not know how to have a bad wrestling match. Mundy, Mundy is is pondering deeply. Name me one really terrible AJ Styles match in WWE. You can't. He had good matches with Jinder Mahal. No one had good matches. He had a bad week. match against Jericho and I blame AJ. <laughs> Wait yeah. a minute. At WrestleMania. What? That was not a bad match. It was an un- it was That a- was like saying that Jericho and Owens was a bad match. It wasn't a bad no, match. No, that it was, was disappointing. That was I like that match. That was um But look, Jericho's my boss, so I'm blaming AJ Styles. Um <laughs> very political of you. Yeah. No, um look, I I have to think this is still going to be the match of the night. Like and maybe it's almost a good thing that we're not talking about it nonstop and like it's almost going to be a surprise because the focus has been like kind of the only bad thing about the Daniel Bryan returning is that this match has kind of lost its luster. But this totally agree, yeah. This still could be. It's like when you put five dollars in your jacket pocket, and you don't think about it for a while. You forget it's there. It's just five bucks. Who cares? I don't need to worry about this. I don't need to put it in a special place. And then after a couple months, you put your jacket on, you put your hand in your pocket, and you're like, oh. I have $5, and now $5 seems like the right. most money in the world. So here's my question. Has there been so much inflation in the market since that $5 <laughs> was put in your pocket that it's actually, you put in 5 bucks and you pulled out $0.75? Cents? That's my question. Here. Or is it some weird Japanese, like, candy treat, <laughs> and that it's just going to be weird and you're going to tell all your friends about it? Like mm. a cheddar cheese a pokey or pocky? Pocky. pocky? Yeah, no, no, no. This is going to be a good match. I, I guarantee you right now we're going to be satisfied with it. Whether or not it ends up being one of the great WrestleMania matches of all time remains a question. I still think it has the possibility. I, I'm still optimistic about it. I I just hope it's not the first match of the night, which I'm worried I about. I think it's got a I chance to be the first yeah, match of the night. Yeah, it really does. The, 
And by the way, SmackDown was great. They finally figured out the right tone for this feud. It just took them two months to like get to a couple of it's good. Out, it's outclassing the other guy. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And having a, like a measure of disrespect for them alone. Like it's respect, but disrespect. They're like those two things are like interwoven. I know you're good, but I'm better. Yeah. This it it should be great. It hopefully it's great, and maybe maybe Vince gets pissed off at Lesnar, and um, that match could easily be ten minutes. I would be happy if Reigns Lesnar. Wait, 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 wait. We're, be. we're coming up on that. Okay, all right? okay, okay. This is actually my note here. I'm already exhausted just talking about WrestleMania. You don't even have to be there. God damn. Let's talk about let's talk about Lesnar and Reigns. We got some other stuff before we get to the very end, but Lesnar versus Reigns for the Universal Title. It probably won't go on last, and the reason, I mean, maybe it will. But wow. the, but but if you're gonna make the argument against it, it's the stuff you were just talking about. Is not that Vince is necessarily pissed off at Lesnar, um, but just the uncertainty. The I wouldn't say unreliability, but in the sense that he won't show up for work. But the general like unreliable, like you you don't know what you're getting with Lesnar, even if you're running WWE, right? So here's my question, and you can go right into your no. take Monday, whatever you want to say. No, go for it. Will Lesnar? This is this is the markiest, the smart markiest question of the night. Will Lesnar be protected in this match? Will he will he walk out looking like assuming he's going to lose? Will he leave looking strong in some way? Or will he get the straight up going out on your back? Thanks for your service. We'll see you maybe never treatment at All, WrestleMania. Uh, WrestleMania 20. Yeah. No, I think that it's going to be booked as an epic. There's going to be a lot of false finishes and kicking out of finishers. And it's going to take two or three spears to beat. Lesnar. You might even see some finisher spamming, but I think it's going to be a long match. It's going to go last. It's like Roman Reigns. Spamming. Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns's finishers lend themselves to spamming quite well. Yeah. Lesnar can do a spear. No, Roman Reigns moveset is how I play video games. <laughs> Just like super move, super move, super move. Clearly I play video games and know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. What would be the greatest move for Lesnar, for, I'm sorry, for Roman Reigns to pull out? You know, like when John Cena suddenly started doing the stunner and stuff. What would be the what would be the biggest like crazy the weirdest move he rock could do bottom. to pop the crowd? Oh yeah, rock bottom there off you the top go. Rope. Oh, that's really a good. rock bottom. I was gonna say like the tarantula or just something just <laughs> really wacky that like he doesn't have any business doing. Do you think but, since Rock is gonna be at the show? I mean, everybody sort of assumes Rock will be at the show and do something with Elias. That's been the rumor, and he's got a everybody, movie coming I didn't out. Assume this, I know he does have a movie coming out. So it's perfect for him to come in, do a bit, and go home. Does he come out with Roman Reigns? Does he interact with Roman Reigns on the show? I don't think so after the last time that happened. In the <laughs> yeah, probably. Look, I hope you're right about... I'm not a big Lesnar fan. I just don't... I've never given a shit. I think Roman Reigns, uh, he, he keeps getting better. And you go to applaud that. I like Roman Reigns. I don't like how what they do with him necessarily all the time. I hope you're right. But speaking of WrestleMania 20, I've had this bad feeling for a couple of months... That this match, while not booked like WrestleMania 20, could have that WrestleMania 20 where the fans are just shitting on Lesnar and they're just shitting on Reigns and it's just a total clusterfuck. Well, I spent a lot of time last year uh, working on a piece for a Bleacher Report about last year's WrestleMania. And so I was talking to fans and stuff and trying to take the temperature of the people that go to this event. And by and large, everybody's like... Such a smart fan, even though there's still some kayfabe to what they believe and they still are like really passionate and they're not maybe as uh, concerned with the storytelling and the minutiae of it as we are, but they still know what's going on. They still don't like Roman Reigns. These are the most hardcore wrestling fans 
in the country or in the world, really. I think Roman Reigns is going to get booed more than he ever has at this. I'm worried that he, yeah. No. And that Lesnar is going to get booed too because they've tried so hard to turn Lesnar into a monster heel who doesn't love wrestling that it's just going to be like WrestleMania 20. No, it's going to be a clusterfuck. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that you can imagine it. So we're, you, we have the same feelings. Like, I think so, yeah. You can imagine a situation where like Roman getting booed was actually the turning point in Roman's acceptance. If he, if ever, I think we're at the point now with Roman where if everybody feels really bad for him, then maybe it'll turn the crowd around. But also, <laughs> that's where I'm at. Well, like, yeah. But maybe a, there's still a, a whole tier set, you know, a third tier of wrestling fans that haven't gotten on the boo Roman Reigns bandwagon yet, and seeing it at WrestleMania will keep will clue them all in that that's what we're doing now. Yeah. What if what if he leaves for 13 years and comes back and brings his son? To the to the arena, uh, like Goldberg, then he'll be a baby face. But yeah. no, I don't. I don't know. I don't see it working the way that they want it to work because of who is in this in the crowd. And what it, are the odds that the? There's another meta question. What are the odds that on Monday morning, what we're talking about is not Roman Reigns, not the Roman Reigns is your champion, but a like meta storyline. Like, are we, are we on Monday? Are we going to be talking about who won? Or are we going to talk about Brock's contract? Or like the fight that Brock had with Vince backstage or Roman Reigns getting booed. Like, is it going to be a meta storyline that's more important than the actual title? I actually think it's, I, I think the story Monday is going to be like, holy shit, Daniel Bryan's back. What are you going to do with him? Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Um, AJ and Nakamura had a great match. I I don't, I think they're just going to be, if the, this match is last and you get your Daniel Bryan match moment, you get your Rusev moment, you get your AJ Nakamura moment, you get your... Oscar Charlotte moment. They're going to be just bored and tired by the time this main event and comes up. Angry. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be bored, tired and angry. And I think Shoemaker is on the money that the story at the end of WrestleMania is going to be, "Oh my god, this still didn't work. They still hate Roman Reigns, and now you've poisoned the well for Brock Lesnar for at, 10 years." And now I'm convinced that they need to put AJ Nakamura in uh, or the Daniel Bryan match last. Not going to happen. No, but like not going to happen. To keep that crowd not going to happen. This they have been shoving this story and this match down our throat for 4 years. That's the last match. And this that this booing and boredom could carry over to the Ronda Rousey match is what I'm worried about too. Yeah, it depends on the card placement, for sure. It's going to be a balancing act. So my initial question let me just get straight answers from you on this. Lesnar is Lesnar going out on his back? Is Lesnar going to just do the clean job after? It could be after a thousand finishers, but is sure. he going to do the clean job for Roman Reigns? On sure. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's. I'm sure that was that's been part of the deal for the last three years. Is this is what we're building to? We're going to have you win the belt, and then you're going to keep it for a year, and then you're going to lose to Roman. Unless Seth Rollins knocks out Carmella and steals the money <laughs> in the bank. Maybe the maybe the gimmick is maybe they've put they've locked they've loaded this card so much. For the sole purpose of putting Roman Reigns and Lesnar on last, so the second the refs counts three and hands Roman the belt, they can go. Sorry, guys, we're out of time, and then they they just cut <laughs> it off before moment. before the fans start booing. But if they keep the, like honestly, if they they had this match was ten minutes, Roman went over clean, and it was like the middle of the card. I I don't think they would have as many issues. That's exactly, and I actually think that's the way to go. I don't think that. I mean, I don't know why we would expect Braun Strowman. I mean, sorry, Braun Strowman, Brock Lesnar to go. 50, even fifteen minutes in this match, he doesn't he doesn't wrestle long matches when he's on the last one. one. The last long match he had was Roman Reigns versus Lesnar at WrestleMania thirty one. Yeah, yeah, and he didn't really do a lot of bumping in that match. 
And the only up, matches you know, that, I mean, I, we can go back and look at it, but like the only matches of his in his championship run that have gone, I mean, you know, the most recent run that have gone over like uh, 10 minutes have been matches where, where with multiple people where he's like spending a lot of time lying on the floor under a broken announce table. Yeah, I think he hasn't really had to wrestle 20 minutes since Triple H. Yeah, and I think that's why, like, I'm not worried about AJ Nakamura getting time because, or the the Intercontinental match or the Daniel Bryan match because a lot of these matches are going to be 10 minutes. Braun Strowman, tag team match, 10 minutes. Uh, yeah. uh, Rousey, 10 minutes. This match, 10 minutes. Imagine uh, if this was 7 to 10 minutes and it was very similar in intensity and booking to last year's Lesnar match, which was the perfect Brock Lesnar-Goldberg match. That's how they need to do it, though. They need to put it the same placement they had that match. Third from last. Yeah. All right, of all the matches on the card... If one of them was under a minute, what match would that be? Oof, under a minute. Uh, the, <laughs> the Raw Tag Team title match, definitely. If, if we're going to go for a squash match, that's the one. The only, uh, actually, Nia, Nia Jax, the only way she wins is if it goes a minute long. Yeah, if she just destroys her. Yeah, I think that both of those. Because that wouldn't hurt Alexa that much. Yeah, at all. No. I, I think like- both of those are really good choices. I think the number three match on that list is Lesnar versus Reigns. It would, I mean, just as crazy as it would be, just, you know, they Lesnar's just like shows up on Sunday and says, I'm not, I like, you got two minutes of my time if I'm losing this belt. Yeah. And Reigns just goes out and Superman punches him and it's over. I just, in my heart, I don't believe that Rome, or Brock Lesnar cares that much about doing a job if it's someone that, one, he respects, and I think he probably respects Roman Reigns well enough, uh, and two, if he knows he's get, getting a fat payday, and three, he's leaving. He doesn't care if he does a job. Well, Here's the thing. There's a difference. I'm sorry, do you want to go? Well, I think the biggest thing is is if we find out, and it could happen any minute now, that he's signing with UFC and he's not signing. Like, that news is going to get out yeah, before and- the match. And if it gets out, man... I- that's going to be a, that's good. Like It's going to be WrestleMania 20. There's a big difference, and we've seen this over and over again in the sport. There's a big difference from like <clears throat> the like axiom of you always go out on your back or you got to do the job or like whatever, and the reality where every wrestler finds 5,000 excuses to not do that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it, and honestly, it doesn't matter what we're, like, I'm writing about that a little bit this week, but you know the one thing that like the Undertaker, that the Undertaker's past decade has shown us, at, like when, since whenever the retirement rumors began, is that it never really mattered if he went out on his back, especially not if you're going to put him up against the likes of you know Brock Lesnar and, and other John Cena, other established megastars. But what matters more is like letting people have the match, and frankly, what matters more to the DVD collection is Undertaker winning his last match. You know, I mean, it's those those things are balanced, um, but. You can always, there's always reasons not to. And yeah, if the UFC deal is forefront in Lesnar's mind, I mean, it's not, it's not about whether or not he believes in wrestling tradition. It's whether or not he just like feels particularly motivated to do a good job in losing if he knows that this is his last match, if he knows he's losing the belt. And frankly, I mean, it's, you could imagine him walking in and just being like, yes, yeah, sorry, Vince, Dana told me I can't go out. I can't lose my last match. So we'll just do a, D, a double DQ. That'd be see, incredible. See, I'm not, <laughs> or, or what could happen is Summer of Brock. By the way, Dana, Dana was at the Andre the Giant premiere. That's right. He was. We could just get Summer of Brock where Brock wins clean. And then uh, 
That'd be awesome. And then he's just doing <laughs> pipe bombs. No, I don't. I'm not worried that Brock's not going to lose. I'm just worried that it's going to be like the Dean Ambrose match. That's exactly yeah, right. Yeah, that he just doesn't care. Yeah, because the has problem a, is now we have the track record where if they smell a Dean Ambrose match coming, then they're just like, all right, shut it down. We're doing this. We're doing the three minute version of this. That's why I don't think this card is set as far as order. I'm sure it isn't. I'm sure it won't be set until Sunday morning. Yeah, because like it's like the thing is they have options because it's like four you, of those matches could be main events. Yeah, I just hope it's not Rousey. Yeah. I like Rousey. I hope she's huge. Oh uh, yeah, but, I have nothing against Rousey. But either. like just the way they've done it and just like it's an unproven commodity. You don't want to end WrestleMania or start WrestleMania with someone that you don't trust. And I, I just don't want to see her tag team partner bleeding, uh, bleeding brain blood all over. Oh his. Jesus! Okay, brain blood. <laughs> Hashtag brain blood, get it trending. I just, yeah, sometimes something is said and you never stop thinking about it. I believe we've talked about everything except for the Cena-Undertaker match, I believe. Let's run back through the card one more time. Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, we didn't discuss, but... uh, This is a good Dolph Ziggler moment. Or the Big Show. Big Show. Just because it's Andre. Yeah, yeah. but he's already won before. Um... But he's Andre's son, so it means oh, that's a lot right. for him. Good point. Yeah, I was surprised he wasn't in the documentary, yeah. considering the close connection. I was yeah, like, I pushed for that. So, wait, have so wait, the big boss scene. man drove Andre the Giant's casket around. Yes, exactly. Okay. I think there was one my of them daddy, was a staff, my daddy, a stepfather. My daddy. Uh, women's battle royal. I I think it's not going to be Bailey. I think it's going to be um, uh, either Sasha Banks or uh, Straight Fire Becky Lynch. He'll he'll Bailey. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, they got to let that play out, but but they also that could play out, and that could cost both of them, you know, the the win. And and this is I I like I like the Becky Lynch move. I think I feel like that's a it's a you know solid that spot makes sense. For her. Yeah. And I for some reason I think she would look okay carrying a trophy around. Although heel Bailey with a trophy would be pretty great too. Yeah, <laughs> the vagina trophy. It um, looks like a vagina. Cedric versus Mustafa Ali. Oh, I'm going with Cedric for sure. Yeah, Cedric. He's, he's he's amazing. What a great baby face that guy is. I, I think I'm waiting for Drew Gulak to become the bi- next big thing. <sighs> yeah. Okay. So we talked about Brock Roman. We talked about Styles Nakamura. We talked about the IC match, the U.S. title match, Alexa versus Nia Jax. We talked about Charlotte versus Asuka. Uh, so the Bar Cesaro and Sheamus versus Braun Strowman and TBD. Um, they could just debut a masked wrestler called TBD. <laughs> Vacant uh, finally wrestles. Uh, the the SmackDown tag team match, Usos, New Day, Bludgeon Brothers. Who do you think is going to win that, Chilling? I think the Usos retain. They get their WrestleMania the, moment. And you think the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, because... A, then you need more heels to win. Yeah, but... It, yeah, it's true. Shit. <laughs> okay, maybe. Yeah, that feels, I mean, a little bit protra- I mean, projected, but, but right. Uh, Angle, Rousey... Versus Triple H and Stephanie, we talked about. Now, oh, and then Brian, sorry, Daniel Bryan and Shane versus Owens and Zayn. One match is remaining. It's The Undertaker versus oh, John Cena. Boy. If this match will indeed take place, it could be the it could be the main event. Um, that would be an interesting choice to save it till the end, and then he comes out after like the Roman. Lesnar match. What if the show's over? But what if Undertaker's deal with WWE is like, I agree to wrestle if everybody's booing Roman so bad that you need me to save the show? Not a bad idea. Listen, my question for this one, I'm so captive. This is also what I'm kind of writing about this week. One of the one of the most captivating things about this run to WrestleMania is that Undertaker hasn't been present at all. That they had the they're having the the balls, the guts. The, the testicular fortitude to just really drag it out until the night of the show, which is a 
brave thing to do. It, it's a cool storyline technique, which they've never done. It's so. on, it's something you can only do at WrestleMania. Yeah, it's and it's, the Undertaker probably. Yeah, because it's a show that's already sold with the name of the show and a character that people care about no matter what. And I, here's the here's what's most compelling about it to me. If he had been on TV for the last month, even if this, even if he had been declining, as just like with Shawn Michaels or whatever, if he's saying no thanks in person to John Cena, we know the match is going to happen. I mean, now we know them. We all know the match is going to happen. Actually, there's like rumors and Meltzer saying like it's Vince's call. Like right. he said that in a tweet. Like, but now it's in our head that maybe it won't happen. Like, it's so at here least- it is. This is what's most compelling about. It. This is what's so compelling about it. It turns it from the, a question about whether uh, if he were on TV, the question we would all be talking about is: Is this Undertaker's last match? Because if it had been, if they had been, show, if it, if they'd had to be on TV talking for a month, it would have been somehow it would have ended up a career versus career match. It would like what like something like that would have happened. So instead of the question in our minds being is under is this Undertaker's last match, which is a downer. And that's what that's been the storyline of every match for the past five years. Now the storyline is: Is he going to show up? Which is even if it's a ridiculous question, it's a hopeful question. It's right? br- it's kind of brilliant. I mean, it's yeah. They actually did a real good. Granted, it's weird seeing Cena bully someone. Yeah, uh, this is the closest we've ever been to a proper John Cena heel turn. That in the Royal Rumble versus uh, AJ Styles. Well, that too, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean. I think it's inevitable that there will be some segment. It may not be a, an actual match, but there will be a thing that happens uh, because John Cena's got a movie to to promote. I don't know if you know about this. It's called Blockers. Yeah, I'm going Friday with the wife. There you part go. of WrestleMania weekend. Very good. He'll appreciate the uh, the the money that you're giving him. Uh, and also, you can't tease it and then not do something. You can't say Undertaker uh, has said no and do all these segments and then not have him show up. Because it's the it's the wrestling promise that is not a promise. Even if you say no, the fact that you're talking about it means that it will happen. Do you think John Cena is actually going to be sitting in the front row for the entire night until this happens? Not the whole night, but I think he'll show up with the ticket and they'll make a big deal of like, I'm I hope Cena. so. I'm I now. absolutely hope so. I like it'll be John Cena sitting next to Skylar Aston at WrestleMania. It's gonna be great. And Funches. Yeah, there you go. I just never wanted a match not to happen more and just to see what happens. Just like, because that would just be chaos. It would be utter, utter chaos. And it would be like the most exciting non-match to ever happen. Yeah. So, I mean, they got me on this one. I don't I don't know what happens, but it's probably going to be so at least weird. And it so will here's, involve my, Rock. here's my big question. Despite everything I just said. Question about about Undertaker versus John Cena. Not is it going to happen, but is this Undertaker's last match? Probably not. There's not really another money match for him, so I think yes. I think so this is what happens every time, and this is this is why I'm a, I'm a tentative no. It's not his last match because every time he gets back into shape for WrestleMania, they throw him on a UK tour too, or so you know they'll do so, they'll they'll be like, yeah, as long as you're out there walking around, there let's are, do something else. There are three more marquee. Uh, Undertaker matches Finn Balor okay Aleister Black okay and Kevin Owens Kevin Owens Undertaker would be very similar to CM Punk Undertaker though yeah I know what about CM Punk Undertaker too we're not counting that as a (laughs) is it possible that CM Punk will be Braun Strowman's mystery partner I think CM Punk's all in (laughs) I think he might not even be all in I think he might be all out 
of everything for wrestling. Shouldn't you be breaking that story? CM Punk will be at Supercard of Honor in the corner. Ronda Rousey was on ESPN's new morning show, Get Up Today. And she said a couple of interesting things. One of them was, which made me more sympathetic to Rousey than I had been, was when they were talking about the transition from MMA to WWE. She was basically like, my whole style, everything that I had going for me before was, one, that I was trying to actually hurt people, and two, that I was trying to be as... Uh, I'm going to I'm going to butcher this, but basically that like it was a benefit in MMA to have like bad timing, to have like weird cadences with the way that you throw your holds and your punches because you don't want to be anyone to ever be able to expect what you're about to do. And that's the exact obvious uh, opposite of wrestling where you have to do everything in exactly the same way every time or else someone will get hurt. Right. But the other thing she said when when uh, I believe Michelle Beadle asked her what wrestler she dreamed of working with, she said CM Punk. Oh well, and I know that was not scripted because nothing because Ronda we all know <laughs> scripts and Ronda Rousey don't go together so well. But uh, it was they they threw up a picture of him with a busted nose from an MMA cage, and it you know made me wistful. I kind of think maybe it was. I don't think there's anything that people ask her that is well. That's not true because there was a whole time travel controversy. So never mind. Maybe it was off the cuff. I got a question for you. Who does Paul Heyman represent after WrestleMania? Nobody. Roman Reigns or Rousey? If, if you have to pick one of those two, I mean, Reigns is so, there's so much. That's money. That's so, so you great. think Heyman's heel gone? Reigns? With I think heel. I think Heyman's. I think if if Brock is really gone, then Heyman's really gone too. I don't think yeah. they're gonna they're gonna shot back, shotgun him into another role. And now I think they need to though with no, Rousey. They absolutely. He is one of the MVPs of wrestling, but. I think for a long time, I mean, his 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 professional relationship with WWE has been a- actually as a proxy for Brock Lesnar. Yeah, and I don't think that they, um, I I think that if that if Lesnar's gone, they'll let Heyman walk, and then inevitably, like because it's pro wrestling, they'll they'll think of a good use for him in six months or something. But I don't okay, think that fair. I don't think that they're that they're they're not going to treat him like a wrestler who they have to find a new a new feud for the next night. Yeah, it's too much, I think, to have him just show up on Raw on Monday. I think they need to both go away and for the show to breathe a little bit without these two guys. Okay, so you're not saying, okay, within a year then, who is Paul Heyman representing? I think it would be a great way to turn Roman Reigns heel. But I don't think that him and Rousey makes sense because it's too obvious. It makes so much sense that it makes no sense because she needs to differentiate herself mm-hmm. from this Brock Lesnar MMA sort of thing and, and do something else. You could the sell other a shit ton of I'm a Paul Heyman girl. Yeah. Sure. Well, yes. Um, the other thing is that Heyman is a enormous figure, cuts an enormous figure, both literally and metaphorically. <laughs> and... What works so well with Brock is that he's bigger than Heyman physically, but also has a charisma, even without saying anything, that balances what Heyman's doing. He could Heyman could literally and figuratively overshadow Ronda Rousey. And yeah. I think Heyman could figure out how to make that work. Yeah, maybe so. Uh, maybe I think so. he was superfluous and almost detracted from CM Punk when he was with CM Punk. I don't think he helped Cesaro. No, but, but he helped turn CM Punk babyface after a while. Like, that's... Yeah, he was the tool to turn him into a hero again. Because and he was he had a tool to, to turn him a heel too. It was yeah, like, yeah. He but but the actual presence of him next to CM Punk just didn't feel right. He wasn't necessary in that oh, see, period. I like, I like that. Eh, I think they it wasn't for me. I think they go. They should go back to the well on Heyman Cesaro. 
I know it's so it's so wrestling nerdy that there's and there's you know probably no way it'll work, but man, I would love to see a Dangerous Alliance reboot. Just Ooh. give it, just give him five underperforming wrestlers and let him go. I love it. I love it. Steve Cutler. Steve Cutler. Who's He's Steve an NXT Cutler? guy? I'm just, oh, I'm oh, just God. thinking the most random. That name was I... a deep cut. Yeah. Um. Well, that's WrestleMania, man. It is WrestleMania. Yeah. I look forward to it. Uh, we drink will, water. We'll be, the, oh, yeah. we drink a lot of water. Uh, Shoemaker and I will both be around. We might be at a very specific place on a very specific night. I don't know if I'm allowed to say. I don't know what you're so talking I'm, about. Exactly. That's what he means. Are you going to get your K- KO Mania 3 shirt? Of course I am. I'm going to wear it all weekend. Um, It's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. I'm having that feeling before I every time I travel for work, but also before WrestleMania every year where I'm just sort of pre-exhausted. Yeah, me too. Um, I came in here so tired. It's going to be a lot, but it's going to be a lot of fun. I think my plan this year is to keep my, for for New Orleans, is to keep my uh, official, um, my official schedule is going to be pretty sparse. And I'm going to just leave a lot of time for like naps and sleeping in and whatever comes my way. Yeah. Be that like, you know, drinks with friends, uh, finding the, you know, wonderful restaurants and nooks and crannies of New Orleans or, uh, or negotiating my deal to be the new NXT champion, whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever opportunities come up. I hear um, after Andre, they're trying to get you on, uh, to replace Nigel McGuinness. As the color commentator, as a heel commentator on NXT, it's gonna be great. Um, that's a real fit. That, that's one of the real kayfabe things. If you were really a heel, you would just like say this guy sucks and and just shout out his real height and weight. <laughs> throw, <laughs> and throw out knives. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> lots of knives. No, um, but, but have you guys thought about this with WrestleMania? Like this WrestleMania, uh, like around January, I could give a shit less about this one. But like this WrestleMania really does have the potential to be one of the best ever. I've been saying that for weeks. Or. Terrible, but in interesting ways. Yeah. If they go, if they end with They're, Rousey or if they end with Rousey or Roman Reigns and Roman Reigns getting booed more specifically, yeah, I don't think it, it almost doesn't matter what came before as far as like the legacy of this WrestleMania. Like the, the level of match that AJ and Nakamura would have to have to make you forget the WrestleMania 34, to make you think of WrestleMania 34 as anything other than. Roman, the biggest Roman Reigns failure yet. They'd have to be so good. This would have to be a six star match. Yeah, I, I, I think that there's. I think you're. I'm just saying. It's a long way of saying I agree with you. This could be sure. the best. It could also be. It could also be the worst. It definitely won't be the worst. No, no. It's gonna. There's going to be there, this match. The show's going to be twelve hours long. There's yeah. going to be a regular pay per views worth of awesomeness mm-hmm. on Sunday, no matter what. Yeah, but like. The legacy of it, it could be like just take the like the last five years. It could be better than WrestleMania 30, which I think's one have been one of the best ones in mm-hmm. like the five years. But it could be even worse than WrestleMania Dallas. WrestleMania 32 was repug. Yeah. So it just has the potential to be one of the best or one of the worst. Yeah, every match that we thought was gonna be great, disappointed. Uh the, the best match of the night was a women's title three way that nobody I don't think thought was gonna be the best match. We'll see. I, I think this is a, a huge litmus test for this roster. Yeah. Can they deliver a WrestleMania for the ages? Because for the last four years we've been building to this as the the crowning achievement for the leader of this generation of wrestlers and Roman Reigns and to get rid of all of the part-timers and really have the guys like Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and Finn Balor and Seth Rollins 
Cena could be gone next year. Cena could be gone next year. WrestleMania 35. This could be a totally, this could be the end of an era. Yep. That's my last question then. How many people on this WrestleMania card will be wrestling their last matches? What's the over-under? Undertaker, John Cena, their last WrestleMania matches. Sorry. Undertaker, John Cena, Triple H, Shane, Stephanie, Kurt Angle, um, Sheamus. Sheamus. There's also the, I mean, we dismissed the Rusev rumors out of hand earlier, but still there's, I mean, of the, on this card, there will be a person or two who just never works in WWE again, even if they're still working elsewhere. Um, this is Ty Dillinger's last WrestleMania. Really? Yeah. So are you saying he has to win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal? <laughs> to keep his job? It's a feast or fired briefcase situation. No, I, Again, I just Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn could actually be fired. I just think that there is going to be a purge coming uh, in the next few months. I don't have any reason to believe that. And I don't want any wrestler who's listening to this, don't pretend or don't think that I have inside information because I don't. But it just feels like Ty Dillinger has been pushed to the side so much that I can easily see this being his last You know what they should really do is just not is just like the reg what what when do they usually fire people in like June or something like that? Yeah, Isn't it like right. a regular time? May? They just have the their regular time just announce that like six people are fired and then have them like show up as a faction in NXT or something. You know, just don't, awesome. you don't really gotta fire it, or maybe instead of firing people you bring them into a room and you're like, we're gonna fire you unless you take a pay cut and become part of a faction on NXT. <laughs> I, I think Sheamus is like I heard he's really hurt. He's got spinal yeah. stenosis. Yeah. Which is I think what Edge had. Jesus. Yeah. Anyway, guys, we gotta get out of here. Yes indeed. Thanks for having me. Um, thanks course. for coming. Enjoy WrestleMania. Yeah, Absolutely. for God's sakes, please. <clears throat> um, if you're going to WrestleMania, those listening to this, and you see me or Dave Schilling, say hi, even if you see us passed out on a street somewhere. Throw up a two suite and I will return it. <laughs> um Yeah, we're we're gonna have we're gonna have fun and we're looking forward to seeing anybody and everybody who's there. Um one person we may not see this weekend is Dean Ambrose. And so, as always, apologies to Dean Ambrose. We'll see you here next week after WrestleMania. Ooh. Humanoids. We are desperately out of time. The tape machines are rolling. We'll see you next week on the Mass Man Show. I'll tell you right now, with a million percent certainty, not based on anything but my own opinion, there's no way the American badass is showing up. You're wrong. Yeah.